Welcome back to the Everything College Football Podcast. Today, me and Hunter are going to be bringing you guys the top 10 running backs in college football for the 2021 season. Uh, how you doing today, Hunter? Good, good man. How you doing? All right, so first we're going to start with the honorable mentions. You know, Who stands out to you on this list that you're liking in uh, 2021? Uh, definitely uh, Todd Chandler and Eric Gray. You know, uh, they're you know both uh, you know transferring in for big programs. Uh, Eric Gray, especially with the Oklahoma you know running back group they have, uh, very dominant. Uh, Todd Chandler will probably you know get the start at uh, starter for you know North Carolina. Uh, you know he's a good back, uh, very elusive, and uh, you know I just feel as you know as they go throughout the college season, uh, you know. Draft boards, draft board ratings going to definitely go up. Yeah, for sure. Ty Chandler replaces 2,000-yard rushers. Michael Carter, Javante Williams, his addition is going to be huge. North Carolina likes to run the ball, get the IPL game going. Uh, You know, Brian Robin or Bijan Robinson rather from Texas, he really burst on the scene last year late. Had a hundred, had 101 touches, 899 yards out of that. You know, he was a big play every time he touched the ball. Especially with Sark coming over, they're going to get him involved a lot. You know, um. Isaiah Spiller, nearly 2,000 yards, 19 touchdowns, 5.5 yards per carry for his career. It was tough to leave from outside the top 10, but that's a guy you really like, isn't it, Hunter? Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, especially in the SEC, you know, with the controversy about, you know, who has the best defense or not. Uh, you know, when you have a good back like Isaiah Spiller, you know, it's kind of hard to just, you know, stop the offense just yeah, like you know, that. And, um... He's going to be leaned on once more that Texas A&M, they like to run the ball, they like to pound it up front. You know, he's going to be leaned on immensely. You know, um, we'll move ahead to Kevin Warks, one of the top power uh, group of five running backs, rather. You know, he was briefly in the transfer portal. You know, he's going to be the fill-in for Jared Patterson. Patterson was, you know, huge in his career for Buffalo. Marks wasn't far behind in 2019. He had over 1,000 yards, and I expect him to be one of the nation's top 10 rushers in terms of yardage. Yeah, uh, you know, that's, that's a good Buffalo team with, a, you know, a good old line, and I feel as if they'll, you know, make a run deep. Yeah, Lance Leopold's done a nice job with that program. Uh, you know, a few more guys on this list like the discussion. You know, Cameron Peoples, Appalachian State, had 317 yards and five touchdowns versus North Texas. Finished the year for over 1,100 yards. Uh, you know, it's a nice trio of backs at Appalachian State. So they'll have numbers like that. That's just wildly impressive, and I expect them to do it once more. Yeah, yeah, same and, um, here. Kevin Harris, you know, he led the SEC in yards per game, almost 114 per contest. I don't think a lot of people actually knew that, so that's an impressive stat with him. Um, he was a lone bright spot for South Carolina, and, you know, Shane Beamer has a elite weapon to work with in his first season. 15 touchdowns last year for Harris. They're going to give him a lot of touches, uh, I would imagine, in 2021. Exactly. Moving to number 10, uh, Brian Robinson from Alabama. He has big shoes to fill from Najee Harris, but uh, this is a guy we both think can really do that. Uh, yeah, you know, as, as the key back of last year, you know, for the Alabama team, people are, you know, mostly slip on him. I, you know, I think so. That's, that's just my opinion. Um, you know, he's, you know, a bigger back and, you know, Najee Harris, you know, was, was the guy, but, you know, you got to have the best backups, and that's what Brian Robinson was. Yeah, it seems I like Alabama always has a nice, reliable backup. Robinson, for his career, though, he's been very reliable, short yardage, goal line situations. You know, he's a big body at 228 pounds, but he re- runs behind his shoulder pads, you know, embraces the contact. But he's also a very shifty runner in the open field. He can make defenders miss. I think he's going to have a phenomenal season uh, in 2021. I'm very glad to see him come back for his senior season. Yeah, that would have been a uh, tough loss for the Alabama team. But, uh, you know, with the recruiting class that they have, 
You know, I feel as if the shoes would get filled, but it's it's good for Brian Robinson yeah, to be he's back. certainly going to have. Uh, I expect him to be top three in rushing in the SEC. Um, another guy who's going to be an S, a standout in the SEC, Tanks Bigsby. He's one of the nation's top freshmen in 2020. Uh, can you kind of allude, Hunter, to you know why this guy is so special? Uh, you know, just down here running, he has. Uh, you know, a week 12 injury cut him short of finishing the season, but, um, you know. He's got a, you know, Tank has a good old line in Auburn, so I feel as if, you know, they'll get the job done, and hopefully they make a run, you know, for the SEC yeah, championship. Yeah, you know, they can give a good push up front, it makes the job even easier for Bigsby. He's already very, one of the, he's probably already the top, you know, most elusive ball carrier in the country. He was among the leaders in broken tackles. You know, that strong lower body really complements that well. Just, you know, a very agile runner. He loves contact, has a high motor, you know, where he keeps the wheels churning. Um, you know, this is a guy I also think will be top three rushing in the SEC. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, there's a lot of talent in the SEC, especially, you know, with, um, you know, you know, just like we said, Brian Robinson. Um, there could be, you know, uh, who we just mentioned, uh, Kevin Harris. You know, he could be a good role yeah, as well. Yeah, you know, I'd like to see Bigsby get a little more involved in the passing game this year just because he's that reliable of an option. But, you know, nonetheless, I think he's in store for a very successful season on the ground. Um, you know, moving to number eight, Tyler O'Leary. Kind of impressive, you know, former walk-on linebacker turned running back. He was he's elite, He was elite, really, alongside Zach Wilson for the running game. Nice balanced offense at BYU, over 1,100 yards. Uh, what do you like about O'Leary that really stands out? Uh, you know the you know the yards uh, the yards for the season you know one uh, k yards that's very very impressive from somebody who started as a linebacker you know yeah yeah Something you know like the first thousand yard rusher since Jamal Williams in 2016 who's now in the NFL um you know one thing really stands out about Leary is his vision you know he ranked third in the FBS and 30 plus yard runs of eight. You know, also 21% of his runs for went for 10-plus yards of the vision. He really finds those cutbacks. He finds the holes, you know, hits them. 7.5 yards per carry. He had four straight 100-yard games then this season. Uh, you know, no Zach Wilson, you know, I like the backup they have in Robney, who's going to take over at quarterback. But BYU, they're still going to lean on a nice, you know, impressive group of backs. And O'Leary's going to headline that. Exactly. Uh, BYU, you know, BYU loses Zach Wilson, you know, which is, you know, sucks for them. But I feel as if, you know, they're – they're going to have a good season still. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, the projection for me is a top 15 in rushing. I'm not sure if the production is going to be the same as it was last year because you lose that dimension in the passing game. So everyone, naturally, the production should go down for everyone. But, you know, he's still going to be the big aspect of this offense. So moving to number seven, Max Borgie, Washington State. Uh, this is a guy you really like, Hunter, and, you know, you were even went as far as to compare him to Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, uh, you know, when somebody's like, you know, somebody you have somebody like this, I mean, you know, not really that 1K total rushing yards, but, uh, you know, he gets it done during as the receiving back as well, which is very impressive. As for me, you know, it's kind of a little tough to, uh, you know, do both. But when you got somebody like Max Borgi, which is, you know, very dominant uh, running back, you can make yeah, it you know, up. Yeah, Borgi, 817 yards in 2019 under Mike Leach in his final season at Washington State. That's very impressive. You know, they don't, very, they don't really run the ball that much, you know, but they got Borgi's touches on the round and through the air. Almost 90 grabs, almost 600 yards receiving. Uh, you know, Danny Woodhead is a more probably a more accurate uh, comparison. But, you know, he's still accounted for over 6.6 yards per touch. He's very shifty, elusive. He's climbing draft boards. You know, his short area quickness and acceleration also very standout. Um, the reliable hands, as we said, along with the impressive speed. I just kind of just gave a small report, kind of almost like a draft report on Max Borgie. But this is certainly a guy that just there's so much to like about him. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I think he's going to thrive in Nick Rolovich's offense. You know, I think he'll be a top 10 back this upcoming season. They certainly, uh, he only played in one game this past season, but they're certainly going to incorporate him into the offense, uh, you know, in Rolovich's year two. Moving to. Yeah, it's going to be impressive watching Washington yeah, State. I, I, like the, I like the progression that offense should take. You know, I think they should take some big strides in 2021. Um, moving to number six, Jerry and Ely, former five star recruit. He was the third ranked running back in the class of 2019. There's a lot to like about Ely, isn't there, Hunter? There is. Uh, you know, everybody would like to see, you know, more carries on him and more yards. You know, uh, did have a good old line, you know, just wasn't on the best team. And they didn't really, you know, Ole Miss wasn't able to make that run. Yeah, you know, Ole Miss actually ranked, I believe, first in yards per game uh, offensively. But their defense, you know, was such a, you know, was so lackluster. They weren't able to consistently run the ball they, they would have hoped to. You know, Ely only 745 yards rushing, nine touchdowns. But he was extremely consistent in, ter- in terms of production. He also had uh, 147 carries, no fumbles. He also got involved with a receiving and a kick return touchdown. He does a little bit of everything, you know, um, fights through the contact, his athleticism and elusiveness. The combinations, really, it's almost kind of rare to see in a guy like this. You know, his skills are certainly a tremendous part of this offense. Um, I would like to see him get involved more as a pass catcher. Um, you know, I don't see him having monster numbers this season, but um, I think he should top 1,000 yards. What do you think, Hunter? Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, that's that's what you wish for every running back is that, you know, top a thousand yards. <clears throat> you know, hopefully he can get it done, but if not, I mean, you know, close to 900 maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah, like Something we said, like uh, you know, the numbers aren't going to be off the charts, but he's still a phenomenal talent, very key piece of Lane Kiffin's offense. Um, you know, of course, that was just the first year Lane Kiffin, they didn't have a lot of offseason work, so, you know, hopefully they can incorporate him more into the passing attack because he's certainly capable of it, but, um, Still, I I love the top six ranking here, and um, I think it's going to stick whenever we hit the gridiron. Moving moving exactly. to number five, Kyron Williams. Uh, you know this guy is one of the most physical backs in the country. You know, Hunter, what do you what do you kind of see about Williams carrying over the next season? Uh, you know, he blew up last year as Notre Dame started running back. He was uh, only a sophomore last year. And was still putting up, you know, great numbers, especially in the game against Clemson. Uh, you know, I think biggest game of the season probably last year. Um, you know, more as a receiving back would, you know, complete Williams, as I feel. Um, but it's just, you know, the loss of Ian Book and finding that QB1 is going to be, you know, tough for them. But I feel as if they're Yeah, you know, Williams showed flashes of being able to, you know, make plays in pass protection and as a receiver. You know, against Alabama, they gave him eight receptions. You know, that's certainly a part of his offense. You'd like to see him pick up more yardage totals than that, but he's certainly capable of it, and that's something he's going to continue to work on. Um, he ran really hard last year, running behind his shoulder pads. Always kept the feet moving. Seen that against Alabama's offensive line was just tasked tremendously, and he he really turned in an impressive effort early in that first half to keep him in the game. Um, you know, like you said, with no Ian Book, they're going to be grooming a new quarterback in Notre Dame, and, you know, they're going to lean on him in multiple facets, you know, of this offense. He's a workhorse back for Notre Dame. Had almost 18 carries per game last year. Um, I think that number is going to go up a little bit, along with his yardage total, because they're going to lean on him such heavily. Yeah. True that. Moving to number four, we got Kennedy Brooks. He missed all of 2022, all of 2020, rather, due to COVID concerns. But that's not really a big uh, worry for you, is it, Hunter? Uh, no, you know, as we were talking about uh, Eric Gray earlier, uh, it's going to be a tough, you know, it's – going to be a tough matchup, you know, to pick the starting, you know, running back. Both are so dominant, you know, the hard running backs. Uh, Oklahoma, you know, is 
my projection would be, you know, have a top offense this year, especially with all the talent they have still coming back. Uh, and the recruiting class, how it's blowing up. Uh, you know, this is a good back and, you know, probably is going to finish, you know, top five, seven in rushing. Yeah, you know, Oklahoma, they usually do a phenomenal job of getting their running backs involved. So I think Brooks and Gray, they're going to be really one tough duo. They're going to be the top duo in football to try and stop, or, you know, Brooks. You know, he had, all of 2020, he was out, got to stay healthy. 2,067 yards, 18 touchdowns combined in his first two seasons, you know. Not many people fight through contact like he does. His elusiveness is incredible. Also, has pretty impressive speed, you know. But that allowed him to average 8.8 yards per carry in 2018, which was a 1,000-yard season as well. Um, you know, my projection for him is 1,200 rushing yards. I think he leaves the conference in rushing. They're going to get him heavily involved. Um, it's a lot of backfield, though, for sure. Seth McGowan, Marcus Majors, they will join Eric Gray as well, so... A lot of touches the dish out, but Brooks, with how much he averages per touch, it's going to be hard for him to not get a bulk of the touches. Yeah, that too. Moving to number three, we have Mohamed Ibrahim from Minnesota. Um, this is a guy, I mean, you were really both high on, Hunter. What do you think is uh, his best attribute, though? Uh, finding the end zone, totally. Uh, you know, 15 touchdowns in seven games, that's, that's actually kind of crazy. And plus, you know, he's a tough runner. Uh, you know, one back down from nothing. Uh, which is something, you know, is going to proceed to him as, you know, draft boards go up, uh, you know, potential, hopefully first-round pick or, you know, maybe second round. Uh, you know, Minnesota's got a great O-line uh, and a great, you know, offensive scheme. So, you know, that should blow up. Yeah, but Minnesota, it was kind of, you know, strange to see their passing attack struggle as much as they did last year. But the offense didn't miss a beat. Ibrium really carried them. You know, he led the FBS in – uh, I believe he led the FBS in rushing yards per game at over 150. You know, in games two and three of the season, he had back-to-back 200-yard, four-touchdown games. They lost one of those games, actually, so that's just to speak the volumes of how important he was for this offense. But, um, you know, he's no stranger to success in 2019. He was a trio of backs, so he didn't have great production. But in 2018, he ran for nearly 1,200 yards and nine scores. And like you said, he is exceptional finding end zone, 31 career rushing touchdowns. Um, there's a lot to like about Ibrahim. His strength is probably his best attribute, though, if we're talking about a characteristic standpoint. Um, he has a lot of toughness. He also excels between the tackles and um, the patience to work through the blocks, along with that great developing offensive line you mentioned. Ibrahim, he's going to – he I project him to you know, lead the Big Ten in rushing. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Number two, we moved to Deuce Vaughn from Kansas State. He's severely underrated, Hunter. 5'5", 168 pounds, but man, is he something else when it comes to the open field. Yeah, I mean, what's not, like about, what's not to like about him? You know, even though he is short, you know, he's still a very dominant running back. Uh, you can't take away his, his elusiveness, you know, to get into the open field, you know, snatching ankles all season. And, you know, really just like, uh, just like Max, you know, being at receiving back, which – helps in a Kansas State offense. Yeah, you know, his quickness and agility makes him just such a, you know, he takes souls in the open field early. I just averaged over 17 yards per catch, you know, had 642 rushing yards as well, nine total touchdowns. Um, You know, they got him, they, he returned seven kicks last year all over the final weeks of the season, averaged 122 yards per game. I think they're going to get him a little bit more involved this season now that he's a sophomore. Um, I think he's going to hit that 150-yard all-purpose mark, and I really think he's the top candidate to be an all-purpose All-American first-teamer. Uh, yeah, I mean, no doubt about it, especially, you know, 
if Kansas State can, you know, find an end zone, get big plays in the open field, I, I see no doubt you know, about that. I think that. with Skylar Thompson returning in four offensive linemen, this offense is going to have improved balance. You know, they really fell off of how Skylar Thompson, he's shown before how good he, he can be as a passer. He's also a very good runner, so this offense is going to have more versatility, and Vaughn's certainly going to be a big part of that. So I think Chris Kleiman and, and uh, the Kansas State staff, they really like what they have heading into 2021. And uh, Vaughn, he, if you don't know him now, you're going to know him by the end of the year, I'd say for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Definitely. Moving to number one, this is kind of a no-brainer. You know, Brees Hall, he led FBS in rushing, 1,571 yards, 21 rushing touchdowns. Um, now he was the engine of the offense. You know, over the years that we've seen guys like that, Shuba Hubbard, Bryce Love, have great seasons and turn around and, you know, kind of have a disappointment. You know, what kind of stands out about Hall that makes you think that he's not going to do similar he's going to have another great season for Iowa State? Um, you know, it, you know, just the, the offense in general, uh, you know, 21 rushing touchdowns on 1,500 yards. Uh, you know, that's you know, people might not see that, but that's that's huge, especially you know, playing in the Big 12. Uh, you know, defenses like Oklahoma, you know, and whatnot. Uh, you know, I would like to see his you know yards per carry go up. Uh, they weren't, you know, he had 21% of his carries were you know 10 yards or less. Uh, you know, if he does get that up, I see, you know, Iowa State, you know, having a big year. Yeah, you know, his George per carry could be a little bit of a miss. You know, he's a pure workhorse, and I don't know if I had to guess maybe about 25 touches per game is what he sees. He's a real legit workhorse back. They give him a lot of a lot of touches, you know, but that's what I find impressive about him. He gets all this work, but he's extremely durable. That's why I think, you know, he's going to have another, he's going to have a repeat season of last year, the durability. Iowa State, they're just, they're probably the, most, the best team when it comes to balancing all of, all of the country, you know. Alabama and Ohio State were probably a little bit better in that category. Iowa State, very underrated when it comes to their balance. Um, they get their entire offense back, including all three tight ends, and those guys can block anybody out of the, off the field on the perimeter in, inside, you know. So I think the tools are there, the durability is there, you know, um, and the play calling is also there for Brees Hall. I think that, uh, the projection for him is a Heisman finalist. Um, do you see this explosive physical guy being a Heisman finalist, Hunter? I do. You know, I feel like he's, you know, one of the top five players returning back to college football. Um, you know, he, he's going to make a name for himself, you know. Uh, you know, not really, you know, coming from that Oklahoma, Alabama program, but, you know, still still being able to explode. You know, that's, that's yeah, going to be Yeah, he's one of those guys, if you don't know the name now, you certainly will soon. Same could be said for who we just talked about, Deuce Vaughn. I think these guys are going to turn heads, if they haven't already, in 2021, start getting some national recognition. Um, that's, I think, going to wrap everything up. Hunter, if you have anything else to add, you can go ahead. Um, if not, everyone, make sure to like, subscribe, comment. Um, who would you, who did we leave out the rankings? Who's misplaced? Go ahead, tell us below. And um, Is that everything, Hunter? Uh, that was everything. Everybody stay safe and uh, keep your hands washed. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Everybody have a good day.